When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like ugly Christmas sweater karaoke and holiday music bingo. Plus... Happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. Hi, everyone, and welcome. (laughs) Sorry, I'm so sorry you were starting. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. This is embarrassing. It's like I've never done a fucking podcast before. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off The Mess. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and today I am here with the hilarious Chaotic King. Listen, he gave me many ways to describe him, many adjectives, but his name is Ray Padilla. Hi, Ray. Oh my god, hi. I'm so glad to like finally like meet you over like, the internet like speak. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Not just like catty DMs. <laughs> no, so always so catty. Um you you're glowing. You fresh Thank out of you. the shower. Yeah, I, and like my f- hair is finally at a length where like I'm not embarrassed by it, I guess. Okay. Was there a yeah. moment where it was it was rough? Yeah, I've had a real like tumultuous summer when it comes to my hair. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? I just mm-hmm. like I like decided to quit my job with like no plan. And then Love that meant that. that I had to like cut back on some stuff, which included mm. like my hair, like face. I didn't cut back <laughs> on but hair. I was like, no, go with God. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's yeah. just been like I've like I don't see my regular hairstylist in New York because he's so expensive. And then I couldn't see my regular colorist because she's like, you know, it's just like stuff that. It's just been getting yeah. chaotic. So I'd be like dyeing my hair or like shaving off my own side. But it just was chaos. It's been chaos this whole summer. Now, if you guys don't follow him on Instagram, please, please run. Do not walk over there. Your Instagram stories are, I look forward to them every single day. Oh my You're God, constantly you. riding a bicycle through the yeah. streets of the New York City, uh-huh. fighting for your life, sweating. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm currently yeah. sweating right now because so I live in New York and like for those of you who don't know, New York is like a literal hot dumpster fire, but also I guess the greatest city in the world, which I literally just almost choked saying that. <laughs> I never thought I'd fucking say that. I hated living here for like 10 months, um, but I'm sweating because I can't run my air because it'll fuck up the sound. Right. Like, and you know what I mean? It's yes. Just, it's just a constant state of like 
really trying to survive here. It is, I know. it is Darwinism at its finest. Yeah. Like that when people are like, oh my God, like, do you want to survive the apocalypse? And I'm like, I don't want to survive fucking New York. Right. So like, this is my, I've reached my top. This is my max. This I is mean, the climax. they say if you can make it in New York City, you can make it anywhere. But make it to what? I know. Like, <laughs> Make it home from carrying 12 pounds of groceries? No. Like, this is the fucking worst. No, I know. In my old apartment, I had a, like, AC unit. And when I would podcast, like, I couldn't have it on because right, obviously. So I was dripping sweat. Like, um, full yeah. dripping. Like, I couldn't even open the windows because the people outside, like, you could hear them. I was truly, it was hell. It was, no. it was hell. So I went and saw the, I was just in Atlanta with my best friend, Heather, and we went and saw the plastic surgeon and I was like, Hey, I don't really want anything, <laughs> but I have this tiny, like white mole on my eye. Uh-huh. And he was like, that's not a white mole. It's like a clogged pore. And I go, Ooh. I was like, you don't know me, but like, I have perfect skin. So that's not a clogged pore. He's like, no, it is. And I was like trying to think like, how could I have gotten that? How could I have gotten that? Right and it's here. from fucking sweating here yeah. because I've been recording a podcast, like this other podcast and other stuff. And I'll just be sitting here sweating and I'll be like trying not to wipe my yeah. face and it's just you know it's, it's every the city. day the city is clogging your pores <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally yes and just every day is a new a new challenge. adventure yeah so there's just a quick story that I want to get into before we talk about Bravo and because I thought I was the only one that has experienced the uh, passport debacle that you experienced <sighs> yes. so yes. I experienced this as well uh, okay. about six months ago for oh, my yeah, be- we were, my yeah, best we friend's messaging. wedding yeah So my best friend's wedding, Ivan, he was actually on the podcast last week. He got married in Mexico. And I had thought, like, I don't need to renew my passport. Like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And I finally looked at it. And I was like, holy shit. It was like two weeks to the wedding. You can't get in to a passport agency fucking anywhere. I thought they were joking when they were like, no, you would have to fly to a different passport agency to, like, get the passport same day. That is what I did. I flew Mm -hmm. to Philadelphia. And you're in Detroit, right? I'm in Detroit. I flew to Philadelphia, Uh saw the Liberty Bell, took a selfie with the Liberty Bell, got my passport, and then literally left for Mexico two days later. Like, it was so crazy. And this happened to you with Heather's wedding. Yes, it did. So, And Heather's uh, your best friend. See, it's the same thing. It was like we both needed to be there, wanted to be there, but we're both fucking idiots. Yeah. So I was like the man of honor or whatever it's called. Yeah. What happened was is like I – you know, New York has really been kicking my ass. Like it really has. It like you said, like fighting as a joke. For your life. Yes. Yeah. I'm fighting for my fucking life. It's chaos. It's unhinged. And so I've known about this wedding forever. And I looked at my passport like months ago. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, okay, quick thing. Yeah. I looked at my passport like over a year ago and I was like, I'm good. I thought it was expired the twenty third of February. No, the twenty second of February, twenty twenty three. That's oh, what I next thought. year. I thought it was next year. Now in my like drunkenness, I lost my ID for a second. So I went out with my passport one night and I then I lost it. Been there. But my landlord found it or not, my super found it in our like little lobby. Uh-huh. And he was like, I have your passport. And I was like, okay, great. You hold on to it for a bit because I might lose it. So I had him hold it for like two months yeah. so that I would not lose this passport. <laughs> Got it back, read it, looked at it, all good. So then like I was booking the the wedding was like at the end of June and my girlfriends were like okay we need to book our flight I went early and with two of my friends who were attending the wedding and we were going from London to Florence Mm -hmm. she got married in Florence and I was like went to go buy the ticket like at midnight I was drunk my friend was visiting (laughs) and it was like put in your passport information so I grabbed my I had gotten my passport back I looked it up and I was like no it expires it expired 
2022, not 2023. And I yeah. flipped out. And that was like, I want to say that was like three and a half weeks from the wedding. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, it was like a little, it was either three weeks or three and a half. I don't Did remember. Did you tell Heather? So at first I was Because I didn't to- tell my friend. Like so he still, I just told him recently about this whole situation. I was like, you don't know what I did to go to your wedding. <laughs> no. So I wasn't going to tell her. I wasn't. Right. So that night I was like drunk and I like Googled like emergency passport. And it was like, everyone was like, you can't get an appointment, go through an agency. So like I bought it online and it said it was going to be like 900 bucks and like you could expedite it. So I did it. It was great. All good. They called me the next morning and were like, Hey, did you purchase this online with talking to someone. I said, no. And they're like, well, we actually don't have that option available. Like you have to pay the like $1,600 price for overnight, but we still can't get you an appointment for two and a half weeks because it's so backed up. And I was like, uh-huh. I'm sorry, what? And so that was going to mean I was going to miss my flight and I was going to have to get to Florence. I was going to be able to leave Wednesday morning from New York and have to, and not get there until Thursday and that was the day of the rehearsal the welcome yeah. party like I'm sweating just thinking about this like so I know I'm, it all ended well but it was chaos and so Ugh. then I was like do I tell her and she had so much going on and there was so much behind the scenes that was happening for her mm-hmm. wedding and she was like you know I was like on calls with the wedding planner like everything mm-hmm. and so I was like okay I'm gonna post on Instagram because I have to figure out how like there has to be another way yeah and so I was like hey girl I'm not trying to stress you out I have an appointment Worst, worst case scenario, I'm going to, like, pull into your wedding at the welcome party. Like, yeah, you're going to, like, spirit. parachute in. Yeah, just, yeah. and you know, make an entrance, which mm-hmm. is what I'd always wanted right, to do. Of course. That's what I had. That was my goal. That was my aspiration. And yeah. so I was like, I'll just make an entrance and be there. And she was like, I'm about to record a podcast with um, Whitney. And she was like, I can't talk about this. Figure it out. And she just clicked. <gasps> Chilling. Like, I just hung up on me. And I was like, all right. And so then I reached out and everyone was like, oh, you have to, like, this is going to sound so bougie, but everyone's yeah. like, well, reach out to your congressman. Like, you got to reach out. You got to do this thing. And I'm like, do I know anyone? I weirdly, through my last job, have worked with the, a state senator of New York. Shut the fuck up. Yes. So I've done, like, charity work with them. And so I was like, I emailed my old boss and I was like, hey, I'm going to reach out. Like, do you like, can you call her directly? And she was like, I'm not going to call her directly, but reach out to her team. I said, okay, great. So I emailed her team and I was like, hey, don't know if you remember me. Mm -hmm. This is what's up. And they were like, of course we do. We'll help you get an appointment. And then another girl from like the internet was like, I'm a congressional aide. (laughs) Another girl from the internet. Yeah, it was like, I can, I should look up her name. I was supposed to take her to lunch, but she had to work that day. And she was like, I can get you an appointment in DC. So I was like, all right, I'm going to DC. Now, mind you, before that took like two days to happen. So for mm-hmm. two days, I was frantically trying to figure this out, oh, reaching out to people. It I was know. you texting me. You're like, you'll get an appointment. Call the number. You call this hotline and they're like, there's no appointments. There's no appointments. You just keep calling. You have and to keep calling. That is what people don't understand. Like you have to, you literally don't stop calling them. No. And while I was on the phone, which people don't know about this, I called them and I, they were like, no. And then I kept calling I, like you told me to. And they're like, okay, there's an appointment in Denver. And I was like, I'll take it. They're like, you lost it. There's that an appointment happened in Chicago. to me. They're like, there's an appointment in Chicago at 10 a.m. on Friday. This was on Wednesday. And I was like, I'll take it. What's your name? I'm giving her my name. And she's like, what's your pin? And I go, what pin? My and she's like, just pin? make one up. And as I'm making one up, she goes, oh, there it goes. And I lost mm-hmm. three more appointments that way. And it's so I'm like. The worst. It was crazy. And I remember at one point I finally called again and I got an appointment in LA. 
mm-hmm. that was like on the Tuesday, the week before, like I was supposed to leave Sunday and it was on that Tuesday. And my girlfriend in LA who was attending the wedding also had the same thing happen. Oh and God. she got an appointment in Hawaii. And she's like, wait, you have an appointment in LA. I live in LA and I'm going to Hawaii. And I was like, I'm so sorry. You're like, I don't know and how this happened. And then I tried canceling it at the same time so she could get it. It didn't work out. But I all that to say, I got to DC Got my passport, but they are very shady. They're like, well, there's no guarantee. Like you could wait six hours. Get the fuck out of here. That was the worst. I'm like, you can't promise me that I'll get it. So I could be flying to Philadelphia two days before my best friend's wedding. And like, I might not get a passport. And she was like, we can't promise it. I was like, I need you to promise it. Yes. I was like, I'm getting on a train in eight hours. Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, you might have to come back. And I was like. Come again? I like, know. No. It was truly horrible. And I got to the passport agency in Philadelphia. And it is the most chill place ever. I had every, I had duplicates of everything because my biggest fear was getting to Philadelphia and like forgetting something. So right. I had like everything in this folder. And the woman was like, you're very organized. I was like, because I need my fucking passport. And I yeah, asked I them. Like and she was like, it's going to be like $160. And I go, that's it? And she was like, yes. well, yeah. I was like no, no, no. Like, what do you mean? I've heard it's like, people were telling me like, you'll pay $800. And I was like fully ready, like cash in hand, like ready to give this woman like my life savings. And she looked at me like I was crazy. She was like, are you okay? I'm like, no. And that's why I know it's a scam because Mm -hmm. those agencies charge you like, they wanted to charge me $1,600. And yes, Mm -hmm. I spent like 150 bucks on a train ticket and 160 to get the password. But I was like, right. It it was just insane. So I got it. And then I was I was sweating that whole day because, mm-hmm. A, my train got stuck. So then I was late for the appointment. And I thought, oh, there it goes. I so I was running with a broken ankle on, like, F Street in D.C. Like a fucking ding dong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just. And you can't, like, in the climate that we're in, and I don't mean to talk about politics, you can't show up to a federal agency, like, <gasps> like huffing no. and puffing like a crazy person. <laughs> They're going to be like, um, get back. Full body yeah, search. They'll be I'm like, please search go through the security. Yes. Yeah. I was like, they're going to search my anal cavity, make sure I'm good. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't be going into a federal agency like that. No. And so I was just running everywhere. It was insane. And then I had to run to the train and it just, it all worked out. All to to say you made it to Florence. Well, and then I got my passport and I missed my flight to Europe. Yeah. I hate you. You are so stressful. I was like, I was like, I'm not going to go out until I leave for London. And I was uh-huh. like, and then my friend tricked me into going on this like gay flower cruise thing. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go home at midnight. Fast forward. I didn't get home till three. My flight was at eight. Obviously I missed it. Obviously. I got on, got on the next one. It just was, and then just, it kept happening. Like we were in London and we almost missed our flight. Cause there was like a tube strike. It just was a the tube whole thing. strike. Yeah. There was a tube. Europe's a shit show. Have you gone this summer? No, no. I, d- okay, I didn't well, make it to Europe this summer. <laughs> I used to interesting, and I was like, it's not summer if you haven't been to the Mediterranean. And people are like, you shouldn't say things like that. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, sorry. Didn't, didn't make it. Didn't make people it are like, summer. are you going? People are like, are you going to the Hamptons this summer? And I'm like, no, I'll be in the Adriatic. And they're like, what? And they're I'm just like, never fuck? mind. Bye. <laughs> um, Meanwhile, I don't have health amazing. insurance. So that's where we're at. Yeah, I mean, 
fighting for our lives truly every single day. Retire your overplayed playlist. You'll never hear the same mix twice on AMP. AMP is a free live radio app where anyone can hop on the mic and play the music they love. So you can discover new to you playlists as they're made. Download AMP. That's A-M-P in the App Store. Your lips can do a whole lot more than kiss. Your lips express love and speak your truth. Plump your lips with Juvederm Volbella XE or Juvederm Ultra XE for natural-looking results that are completely and uniquely you. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XE or Juvederm Ultra XE. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Um, so I want to talk to you a little bit about Bravo because like, how did you start watching? Like, what was your gateway into Bravo? Okay, like, so, how did this oh begin? My God. So it's, I've had a real roller coaster with Bravo because I've been watching since, okay, I don't time. really remember first season of OC, but I remember Atlanta. So my yes. best friend and I in high school, we used to watch it. I'm not really, we're not, we're not really in touch anymore, but I re- I'll never forget the first season reunion, like close your legs to married men. That and we, got me too. that's what got me. And then from then on, I was hooked. Okay. And I would watch, I would say I watched almost every franchise of housewives. And then obviously I'm a big below deck person. I've dabbled in Southern charm. And then I fell off in like season two. I was like, I can't with these like rich white people. It's just not for me. Yeah. And then I've seen everyone ask me why I'm not on Summer House, which I've told you. I'm like, I don't know why I'm not on Summer House. Yeah. I think it's just I'm too homosexual for that show. It's like you would truly be a star. I, I honestly it would just like cause chaos. But your confessionals would be amazing. Cut throughout. But yeah. I'm also not trying to be in the Hamptons. Like I'd rather be in Fire Island or Provincetown. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they did that on Bravo, like I would be so in. And it would they should. It would be it would send my mom to her grave, I think. Like yeah. me on reality <laughs> TV would put my mother in her grave, which is truly why I haven't done it. Um because I do keep a like well, I put it all out there on social media, but my parents don't have it. So they don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Like they okay. don't know what's going on. Cause, and I do like tone it back and a lot of it's exaggerated and whatever, but yeah. there's so much I don't share for fear that my mom will find out. Not okay. that she cares. Um, but she's you'd rather just times. avoid that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so that's how I started with Bravo. So I got in really early. I was in high school yeah. when I started watching. And then, you know, I've come, I've like, I lived in LA for a while. So I kind of know some of the housewives, like I've had interactions with a couple of them, which is just devastating because... It's so hard when you know them and then you mm-hmm. see what's going on and you're like, it is a TV show, but you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Who did you meet in LA when you were there? I met Kyle. I've met Kyle. I've met Vanderpump, which she was not nice. Um, I've met Lisa Rinna. Lisa Rinna, I actually know, like, like I met her at the gym and then I remember I started working on another job and she's like, wait, I know you. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, because we used to talk all the time. Uh-huh. Like, I remember she, she used to come into Soul Cycle when I worked there. I hate that place. And her first season, I was like, girl, you're an icon. Like, good for you. Like, this yeah. is going to be great. She came in so hot. It was great. So hot. And now we're 
Uh, <laughs> we're going out. Tough. Yeah, we're going out. <laughs> it's bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. But isn't it's Kyle really like bad. really petite? Like, I don't Tiny. think people realize like how little she really is. So, I, you know, I, you've been to a soul cycle, right? No. You've never been to a soul cycle? I've never sat my ass on a soul cycle bike. I'm not a okay. biker. Honestly, like, I'm not a worker me, outer. Okay, that makes me like you so much more. But okay, so you've been to like a gym studio though. Yeah. Like any okay. Yeah. So you like you know when you check in and it's like a high counter, mm-hmm. like kind of, she barely can like her eyes come up to the counter at Soul Cycle. <laughs> like when we be like she's so small. Yeah, she's so and small. And you're like, Well, that's she's short and yeah. she's tiny. You know what I mean? Yeah. The TV really does make you look bigger than you are because she's oh. tiny. They all are. Yeah. They're, I mean, I don't think I could handle seeing Lisa Rinna in person just because she's so petite. And I would be like, oh, my God. Oh, and I she, remember- used to, she used to come in in like full biker, like Hell's Angels bandanas. So she only works out in like a full skull Wait, bandana. And I was like, this is Sons of Anarchy. Like, that's how she dresses with the muscle tank ripped down to, like, her, like, leggings, top of her leggings. That's how she used to dress, like, all black rocker. And I was just, like. That's actually, like, makes me love her a little bit. It was rock of love. Like, that's how she dressed. (laughs) Oh, my God. She would have been really good on rock of love. Fighting for Beth Michael's affection. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, with the dancing and, like, being crazy. Yeah. God, I miss that show. That was like my favorite show. Like Rock of Love, yeah. Flavor of Love. Oh my I God, mean, Tiffany. Tiffany. Tiffany Pollard, I Love New York. Like oh, just icons. Just I, so many icons. I wish that there, I wish that she had, like her show came out now because I feel like she would be so much more like appreciated. Yes, and I feel like it, she's she appreciated would, like nostalgically, but I think like she would totally. really be a star. Well, I think she would have had a longer career. Like, she yeah. would still be very much in the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because she came out, it came out, like, when social media was still too young. It was like MySpace. You know I mean? Like, no one was, yeah. like, following Tiffany on MySpace. Exactly. Like, if she had come out now in the, like, Twitter age, even if she had come out when, like, Twitter was at its peak. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, in like, Instagram three years ago, because mm-hmm. it's so different now. I think so she would totally be a star. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Something that I think about a lot, actually, is... Do you remember Prince on her show? No. He was, like, a lawyer. Um, He married Jennifer Hudson. And I find that shocking. And, you know, Jennifer Hudson's getting her own talk show. Good for her. She deserves it. That EGOT winner. She's she's taking um, Ellen's time slot. Oh. I know. Oh, Ellen. Okay. Who is... (laughs) That was tough, you know? But here's the thing. Like, people in L.A. are, like... This is not this is not a secret. Like everyone in LA no. would say like Ellen is a bitch. Ellen is the worst to work for. Ellen is a monster. But it didn't get into like middle America until like last year. Well, and that's the thing too, is it like I worked in entertainment. I lived in LA for so long. Like so much you know so much. It's like so public, mm-hmm. but it's not public to the world. Right. You know it's what just I mean? In the neighborhood kind of conversation. It's in the family. Everyone knows. They talk mm-hmm. about it. Everyone had a friend that worked at Ellen that like left because of trauma or harassment of any kind like it's just a lot of that and you're just like yikes that little keebler elf just like being a menace and like a terrorist to like the people that work for her is so crazy especially when she like would preach like be kind it's like yeah you be kind oh my god i have 
I have my I have this one friend that I also met through the internet and he was telling me and something I, I put up something about Ellen like as a joke and he was like, No boy, it's real. Like that's literally why I don't have hair. And he's yeah. like, My age has no hair left. Yeah. He like he she like gave him full alopecia, like working there as a PA. Like and I, he's stress. so handsome, like he's so handsome with no hair, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But yes, he lost his hair working for her. So like oh that God. is real. So like it's just those kind of things. She put people through it. She really uh-huh. did. Um, okay, back back to Bravo. So sorry, guys. We're getting a little sidetracked. Yeah. I just can't help it. Um, who was like your favorite Bravo celebrity? Like, who do you love on the shows? Like, who is like your favorite housewives? Like, who are you really into? Oh God, so that's so tough. I mean, it's so hard because I feel like I'm a big Beverly Hills person because I mm-hmm. lived in LA for so long and I loved Rinna and I was a big Erica fan out of the gate, but the past two seasons with them, it's just like really it's been tough. Taken, taken a dip. I don't really watch New Jersey. I stopped watching like years ago. But in watching Ultimate Girls Trip, I really fell in love with Melissa Gorga again. Because I think she's just I mean, like so stunning. And you can so tell stunning. that like, I, obviously there's a lot of family drama there. But like she's so funny. And like so kind. And I like, want to get so wine drunk with it. her. I want to just like yeah. get wine drunk with her so bad and just like have a good time. I feel like she'd be a good fucking time. Yeah, like you're just you go to lunch with her at the club. You go to the hair salon with her. Like you have yeah. a, you have like every day is like a day with her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we start, we get our nails done. She's tapping the glass or like selling whatever <laughs> wares she's selling at the freaking boutique. Yeah. You stop by the boutique. You say hi to the girls. They all live in fear of you. You have a glass of champagne with her. Then you go to the club. Then you got to pick up all the kids and all their little things. Mm-hmm. And then you go home and Joe's being cuckoo. Like that is her like, life her vibe yeah so i really fell in love with her again on ultimate girls trip but i don't watch new jersey so i i'm out i couldn't i can't speak to that it's not from that right okay um love sonia morgan <gasps> sonia morgan sonia, sonia morgan, Trima is, morgan is an icon like legendary. I, legendary like to me like her and luann are like my fucking girls like i love yeah. luann so much like and i love sonia like Sonia just she wears diapers she drinks a lot I'm obsessed with her daughter Quincy her and I follow each other on Instagram I die for Quincy like I just love I love her and I want to know like more about her past because she knows everybody she's like I dated Prince something of Monaco I'm like yes okay Well, and but part of me wonders, like, did she was it like a one time thing, or did like, they have lunch was, together at the same? Or was restaurant? he like, yeah, or was he on her yacht? You know what right. I mean? Like, I I just think she's phenomenal. I think she's so fun, and I think that she has a really good heart, and mm-hmm. it is just being silly. You yeah. know what I mean? You have to take everything she says with a grain of salt. She's never like she's not malicious. Yes, she's yeah. really not. She's really not, and people are malicious to her. So fucking mean. It's I like crazy. did a rewatch of I did a rewatch of New York recently in my unemployment because I'm you know I'm supposed to be like working on comedy but I was like why don't I just like you know do like a palate <laughs> cleanser and I rewatched one through three and oh. then I skipped the middle seasons and then went back to when Bethany came back because okay. I couldn't deal I can't deal with like the Aviva the middle season. and the, the Cindy Aviva, yeah Cindy and then like the first seasons of Carol and Heather I'm just like <sighs> Heather Holla Thompson. Oh my god, that was that was disgusting. It was that is like if she looks back on that, I hope that she realizes that 
the way she spoke was inappropriate. Yeah, it was great. Like her (laughs) screaming in Aviva's face, like, don't tell me nothing, motherfucker. I'm like, (laughs) Aviva wasn't wrong to be like, are you okay? Like, that is crazy to say to someone. <laughs> like, that is bananas. Like, it's yeah. truly... And, like, in the moment, I remember being so on Heather's side. And then now I'm like, oh, my God. It's actually really fucking weird. So crazy. Also, I loved Leah, her first season. And then she really we had a tough... Did. She had a real tough second season. But that's... Yeah. I feel bad for that season of New York. It Ooh. really... I, I did a rewatch of that, too. And you I was did? like... Black I know, Shabbat? And every, yes, and everyone hates that season. And I do think it got an unfair, like, ripping of the shreds. Okay. Like, it was, you know what I mean? It was COVID. It was Black Lives Matter. And they were trying to do a cash shakeup. And, like, at the end of the day, Ramona Singer's a racist. So it just wasn't going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. And I always say that New York City is, like, the seventh housewife of New York. So, like, when yeah. that's shut down... Like, what are these women supposed to do? Like, you can't, they couldn't film anywhere. I was much more on the side of, like, it's not the women's fault. It's production. They should have just waited to film. Yes. Yes. Um, until the city kind of opened a little bit back up. But. Totally. Because I didn't need to see them in Salem. I just didn't. <laughs> I did not Nobody need to see did. them. Nobody did. No. One I just, did. I was just in Massachusetts, like, going to Provincetown. I went to Plymouth Rock. And it was such a sham. Sam, it was a literal pebble. I know. Okay. I know. It was a literal pebble. I went and we were like in Plymouth. And they're like, I was like, oh, is the rock here? And they're like, yeah, it's right over there. And I was and like, it's got this little plaque. It's, okay. And it also has a storyboard being like, this might not be the original. It took 30 oxen to move this rock. And I was mm-hmm. like, didn't the Egyptians build the pyramids? And mm-hmm. it took 30, colo- 30 colonizers and their oxen to move a pebble. I know. I was, I was like, this is a sham. I know. America's I a sham. I have also this seen is- Plymouth Rock. And, and I had the same devastated. Thought. I was like, like, I thought this is it. It yes, was crazy. I thought I was gonna like walk onto Pride Rock from The Lion King and like Asavenia. Like I thought mm-hmm. I was gonna have that moment. You're like and I'm in was, America now. And it was a pebble. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. like if you were like, driving by, you would never know that that was Plymouth Rock. You'd be like, okay. There's literally the way, like a tiny little plaque like next like yes. on it. That's like Plymouth Rock. I'm like I. Fuck off. Like, this is Also, crazy. how did they see that from a boat? This was before technology. They, they were using telescopes that pulled out. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way they saw that. It's mm-hmm. all a sham. Uh, we Everything is a sham. Yeah. Everything but, is so a sham. So those are some sham. of my faves. Like, Leah, I love Melissa. I love Sonia. Um, Who do you not like? Like, oh, is there God. someone where you're like, I'm done with this? Or like, please don't ever bring them back. Um... Oh, who, who do I not like? And please don't ever bring them back. That's a great question. Because like some uh, people right now are like, don't bring Bethany back. Some people feel oh. that Phaedra should not come back. Dorinda. Did I did I send you the picture of when I saw Kelly Ben Simone on the street? Running in the streets? Yes. Mm-hmm. Of New York sure like a month ago. Yes. I was like, this. I swear to God, this is Kelly Ben Simone. Mm-hmm. And she was, she was in a really cute matching workout set. Oh, I will say that. She outfits. looked phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Body is incredible. Her face looked great. She was like running in the street at 9 a.m. I was like shook by that because I had just done the rewatch. Yeah. I do not think she should be on television. She okay, should not well, be on television. I have bad news for you. I that's what you that's what you said, but I'm I like, think this she's is like I'm I rewatched it and like I was a big Bethany stan. Like I mm-hmm. loved Bethany. Totally. And in rewatching it, I was like, Bethany's pretty harsh. She's intense. I, like I understand that now, rewatching. 
But Kelly Ben Simone should not be on television. <laughs> it is not safe for her. It's not safe for her family. Like, I mean, unless you're a psychiatrist trying to like rake a million dollars from the like chaos that goes on in her head when she sees herself on television, it's not for me. I feel that. I'm a little, I'm excited to see like, maybe she's different now. Um, Damn, she's still running in the streets of New York. How could she be different? She's still running she's in the streets still of New York. running in the streets. You're right. Also, you're she right. Was, also, she was running with traffic. So that means like they're coming yeah. from behind her. They can which, hit her. Exactly. As you know, you have a dog. You're supposed to walk against traffic on the sidewalk. Yes. By the way. Yeah. So what are you doing? That is she, cuckoo. She's cuckoo. For sure. Also, in, I live in New York. I bike here all the time, and which is not smart or safe. But there are like, you can run on the West Side Highway. You can run on like where there's no cars. You could run on a treadmill if you wanted. It's insane. So I just she should not be on television. Um, I have no desire to ever see Lisa Vanderpump on television. Like that Mm. whole thing. She is so phony. It's insane. I don't even know if we'll see her on Vanderpump Rules. Many of us are already planning our New Year's resolutions to work out more in 2023. But let's face it, they rarely stick. Well, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, cycling shoes, heart rate monitors, and more with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Don't wait. Get this offer before it ends on December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Like, I don't, I can't imagine, like her being on this show with them anymore. I don't know. It just feels weird. I went to college with Stassi. What? We've uh-huh. been talking we for 30 minutes and you are just saying this now? So I didn't really know her. We only like lapped a little bit because But like I you was knew in... of her like afterwards. You were like, yes. I know her. So oh she God. was friends with the girls who I was like had a group of best friends who were all in one sorority and she was friends with their like older, their big sisters. Oh, So that's okay. kind of how we all, so we all kind of knew each other that way. So I didn't like... I don't think I, like afterwards I was like, oh yeah, that was the girl in the fi- pictures from Pref and Formal. Like that's yeah. the other girl, and I didn't like really know her. But I didn't. I'm sorry I didn't bring it up because I don't watch Vanderpump. I think those kids went off the. Deep I missed end. when they were poor. It's just not I the do same. Too. Also, I like equate them to the girls from the hills, which was my everything. The oh. hills was my everything. Okay, and all those girls transitioned to like having businesses, like mm-hmm. actual businesses low is like a star yes and they like print money okay Mm -hmm. and those kids could have like actually been respected as businessmen versus us like laughing about everything they do yeah we laugh at them we don't laugh with them whereas with lauren conrad i mean she's got her coles cash she's got uh low has love and wellness which is like a huge company that emily girl Started Glossier. Oh, yeah, Glossier. It's, She's, it's crazy. Emily, the intern from Vogue. Oh Emily, my God, the intern dead. from Vogue in her black outfits. Yeah, and her yeah. Like, the boyfriend brow, which is yeah. also a scheme. Yeah, I mean, the Glossier is, you know, I have yeah. uh-huh. Um. Okay, did yeah. you watch this week's Beverly Hills? Oh my God, I did. So Beverly, we got it. I'm what so your... heartbroken okay, by this whole season. Okay. I'm really like. How do you feel? Like, are you? How do I feel? I feel I like I've feel. gotten to the point of like this whole thing needs either a new producer or a whole cast shakeup. 
It's gotten bad. It's gotten real bad. I mean, Diana, I can't make heads or tails of. I don't understand a word that comes out of her fucking mouth. She, when she walked into Garcelle's house, yeah, the licking, um, enough. Enough (laughs) with the licking. Oh, when she walked in with her outfit that was on backwards. And then I was like, I actually paused the TV to be like, is it on backwards? It wasn't. The right. buttons were in the front and it had a collar. Right. right. So, I was, so like, I was like, I was like, what is this woman fucking talking about? And it said like unintelligible, like at the bottom in like parentheses when she was just blabbering. I'm like, I don't yes. know who the fuck this woman is. Why is she on our screen still? She's one of those people that like, I don't understand how she keeps getting like mic'd up to be on camera because there's certain people that come in the first couple episodes producers then realize this person's not doing it for me and then they phase her out this is like not happening and i don't understand why this woman is fucking crazy she's sending cease and desist letters oh i saw that like jezebel and like gawker (laughs) i'm like okay wait also have you ever done um, have you ever sidebar have you ever done like a live reading of a gawker article never but i should i should have you on every week to do that Okay, what I did a live reading for like my friend on FaceTime of the Leah Michelle drama, the Leah Michelle article on Gawker. And okay. it is the like for lack of a better word, it's the cuntiest, like bitchiest mm-hmm. fucking writing. And I'm obsessed with it. I'm like, I don't know why I don't work here. Like I literally that's what I think when I read those articles. Cause it's all satire. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's it's hilarious. But anyways, yeah, she is doing cease and desist and then like the Erica of it all. I'm just like, what is going on this season? I know. And it's like, what's crazy is, is I think with Girls Trip, like Ultimate Girls Trip, they really broke the fourth wall, right? Totally. And so people are like really addressing like, well, this happened at the reunion or you said this. And now it's kind of happening in all of the franchises. Mm-hmm. Where like, like this week, Carcel's like, well, I did that because you hurt my feelings at the reunion. And they used to not talk like that. They used no. to pretend. They used to the pretend reunion- the reunion didn't happen. Which was kind of bizarre, but it made it for better television, mm-hmm. right? Because now they're aware that they're on TV, and we're aware that they know they're on TV. And so you're watching a fight, like when Lisa Rinna was drunk at her house and started fighting again with Sutton. And you're like, well, this is fake. Like, this is a fight for television. Mm-hmm. Like, they put this to bed. It's over. But now Lisa realizes that there's no conflict at this party, so she's going to create it. Mm-hmm. And you're like yeah. – I don't want to see this. Well, and they're fighting about something that happened on Watch What Happens Live. So that also takes you a little bit out of the whole experience right. of like just watching them because it's like they I love when Housewives do this and other shows do this as well on Bravo where they don't ever call it the reunion. Now they have started to do that like Garcelle did, yeah. but they always call it New York. They're like, oh, on our oh. trip to New York. Right. They like to do that. Um, right. And you're like, that's the reunion. Um, cause Andy's like, I'm not fucking traveling for these people anymore. Um, well, no, he won't, stays- right? He only does like some of the housewives. Like he made Salt Lake fly here, right? Oh, oh yeah. He makes everyone fly. The trailer came out. We'll talk about that. Cause I have okay. so <laughs> many thoughts. Um, and so. But yeah, this episode this- was crazy. I'm, I'm like still annoyed by the whole Kathy thing. Because we know all Which, this stuff about Kathy and they won't hard. get to it. And hopefully it will, like, whatever happened in Aspen with Kathy and whatever, you know what I yeah. mean? And I'm just like, let's get to it already. It's the only thing we really care about. Mm-hmm. I think they it's took probably... way too long to get to the Aspen trip, especially because like we already knew the drama, which I hate, hate, hate when I know like the drama yes. already. I like kind of going in fresh and blind. Like I don't know what they're fighting yes. about ever. Like with Salt Lake City, the only thing I know um, before the trailer came out is like obviously Jen Shaw is like 
going to jail. Um, and then with this Kathy stuff, it's like, I just think it's going to be a situation where Erica and Rinna go too far and then they end up looking bad where they could really, if Kathy did say whatever she said, they could really take it on and like it could be a moment. But right. I don't, they're making, they're they're digging themselves a hole here and it's really bad. Well, and what's crazy too is like, so I loved Rinna and I've known her for years. And the like I said, the biker bandana, we, like you loved yeah, her. Yeah, like she, I just loved her and she's like so funny. And like, you know, she's always been kind of said crazy stuff and she's always been kind of a manipulator. If you do the rewatch, you're like, she oh, was Lisa yeah. Vanderpump's puppet. She would say crazy things. She came for Doree and like, you know, whatever. She like definitely is just like playing a part. Mm -hmm. But what annoyed me. What's annoying me now is the social media, right? Because, like, I get it. So the, literally three days ago, she was like, she, everyone came for her. And she's like, I took it all down. I'm never going to talk about Housewives on Instagram again. I'm done. And then the second that Diana does cease and desist and Erica gets, like, this lawsuit, she's talking about it again. And I I'm know. like, wait, remember 48 hours ago when you swore off talking about Housewives ever again? So stop making declarative statements. Yeah. That's the that's the issue here. It's like, I'm over it. I'm completely over it. It's completely done. Mm -hmm. It's never done. Exactly. Because that's not how you guys operate. Right. So instead of being a liar, because you all are lying by saying you're over it, say like, you know what? I accept your apology. I'm going to try and move forward. Because mm -hmm. well, then we're not like, why are you still fighting? That's the thing that Housewives, I wish, would understand, especially Diana in particular, is Housewives is about fighting and conflict, but it's also a lot about resolution. Like, totally. I don't want to see the same fight over and over and over again. And, like, Diana's not really understanding that. And, like, she just keeps hanging on to this one thing. And, like, I'm sorry, but she's acting like Sutton, like, stood over her body. Like, well, she had a mis... That's not what happened. Sutton, Sutton, also, we and, all Sutton watched Sutton that apologized fight. 60 times. Also, I can't, I am looking forward to this reunion because I hope that Andy goes hard on her because she's really gone. She's insane. Diana, Diana is insane. Oh yeah. Yes, I'm not in here for Diana. She's I a think dark figure. Like there's it's a something's to going Diana. on. I don't want to see Asher sing anymore. I'm done. He needs a haircut. Like I'm out. It's too much. I'm obsessed with him. <laughs> I just think he's such a weirdo and I just I love him and I want to rescue him from Diana's house from her clutches but that won't happen he's you don't have a, a big enough AMX no yeah. are you kidding my little apartment <laughs> please um and then when she called Sutton a cunt yes yes and then just like it just went off the rails again. I'm like, what is happening? These women hate Sutton so much. And I just genuinely don't get it. Like Rinna hates her. Erica hates her. They just think she's this little tiny weirdo. I'm like, yeah, she's weird. But like you guys are really, really mean. Well, and the thing is, too, is like, wasn't Rinna her biggest fan? Remember, she was like... When Sutton first did her first season, remember, she didn't get a diamond. She was like right. a friend of. Mm -hmm. And Rinna at that reunion was like, she should have had a diamond. You guys did her dirty. You knew she couldn't show her kids because of her divorce. Blah, 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 blah. And here we are. And she's mad because she called Lisa Rinna out for not paying for the thing. Like, I understand that. But that is not a friendship ender, in right. my opinion. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Also, I'm going to be honest with everyone. That's how those charity things work in Hollywood. Almost no celebrity pays to go. They never pay. They do not pay to go. It's the people with money who buy the table, and then they get to bring celebrities to make the table look more enticing. Mm -hmm. 
hardly any of them donate. Tea. It's that's just the way it is. Yeah. Like when you see them at these galas and these events, like Amthar and all that stuff, almost none of them donate. Yeah. That's wow. Like they okay. are not donating. So just so you know, they're not donating. Like the only one I think that like really people do pay is baby to baby. Like those women actually, like you do have to buy those tickets oh, and pay okay. and all that. But all those other galas, like the Elton John and all those things, it's all big money people that are like coming. It's kind of like the Met Gala. Like, you know, you have to pay to go, yeah. right? Like celebrities have to, but it's often sponsored. So Balenciaga is paying for your ticket. Tommy Hilfiger is paying for your ticket. Well, that's the same thing as every mm-hmm. charity gala in LA. Yeah. Somebody's paying for the table and you're invited because you're famous and they want press. That's right. just how it works. So like, Lisa Rinna, yeah, like it wasn't messed up for her to call out you and Harry. Of course, I, I we know that, but like, let's not make it a bigger deal because we all know that's how it works, right? And also, it's like, can at this time that Rinna is filming, her family has so much personal storyline going on. Like Delilah Bell was like going on social media, calling her parents out, saying they're bad parents, saying that they won't help her with her treatment, saying they won't pay for this and that. That's like not getting brought up. And I'm like, why is no one talking about this? Rinna's not talking about it. So instead, she's like pulling, you know, dead Lois, poor Lois, just being. Lois was an icon. She really was. I loved her. She raised an asshole, but she was an icon. And like just watching Rinna just like use Lois as this like excuse to treat people terribly is like very, I don't like it. Um, yeah and I was watching the episode and I was like I was kind of like I get it like grieving it's like you do you do like react and like things happen Mm -hmm. but part of me was like is this is it grief or is she creating storylines like I can't differentiate because she's saying that it's grief and I want to give her the benefit of the doubt like she lost her mom she loved her that was clear Mm -hmm. also she really didn't get to see her the last two and a half years of her life because of COVID so that's like devastating but I'm like is it grief or is you, are you playing, like, are you a chess piece of the producers? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can't tell. And I that's know. the issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, for sure. And I mean, Dorit seems to be kind of like on, on the fence with everybody. I feel like, like Dorit, totally. I feel like could leave the flat force four and be friends with Garcelle and Sutton and be like, you guys are fucking weird. Like, this is like something I'm not standing for because she's always kind of like, bringing things up like last year with Erica she was like well we have questions like you know there is this stuff going on like what's going on there and then with Rinna and Kyle she was like Kyle Rinna's was acting like really crazy so I feel like with Dorit like we almost have her like she's almost she's almost there she is rooming with Garcelle and Cherie who I think is a snake um, <laughs> I love when people call somebody a snake. It's I like think, my favorite cut. I when you're like, you're a fucking such, snake. I think she is a snake. Like, really? Yes. When all of that stuff on social media was going on with Garcelle's son, Jax. Okay. And like, Which allegedly, also, Diana was like behind the bots, allegedly. Right. Cherie right. posted a happy birthday with, with Diana that day that all this was going on. And I'm just oh. like, that's really weird. I don't like that. And she's, like, always talking about, like, donating to her church or something on Instagram. It's a little weird. Oh, see, I don't – 
I didn't see, I knew that I had heard, because obviously I follow you on Instagram Snake and I knew stuff was coming, like going on social media, but I wasn't really dialed into what was happening. Cause I was like, that was like the beginning of my UTI and I was at a golf tournament. I was in Nashville. So like, I was really like out on the like social media. Not drama a UTI. <laughs> yeah. UTI. So I was like out on the like social media situation, yeah. but that's, that is very bizarre of Cherie. Also, I'm uh-huh. like, I'm confused. Cause like Erica and Rinna were in Hawaii with Diana. So like, are they actually good friends with her? I, like, I, it's all confusing. You know it's what I mean? It's very confusing. It's very confusing. And um, I mean, let's talk about Kyle's miniature house. Now, this is coming from someone who doesn't have a vacation home. I am not. I do not come from wealth. Um, but I'm going to judge her house. It was gave me so much. Like, I was so claustrophobic in that house. It was like it had stairways and little nooks and crannies. And Kathy Hilton is sleeping on a bunk bed. <laughs> And she goes, she laid down in that little bed and she was like, I guess this could work. Like, this is fine. I'm like, Kathy, get the fuck out of there and go across the street to Garcelle's house. Because it was like magnificent. Like they were doing like the side by side of like the elevator. And I know they're doing that for the agency to like show the house, but whatever. But it was just funny because they were like showing the elevator and the pool and the lower level and the this. And then the playroom and the Kyle's house. And it's just like a hodgepodge. She's like got Christmas lights still up. Like, I'm like, what is going on? Well, it's it just was like, so funny. It's like, it is interesting to see that, like, because, you know, whatever. They they obviously have so much money. They have multiple homes. So they have the house in La Quinta, La Quinta and whatever. And it, mm. it, it reminds me of their first Palm Springs house. Like, the one that Kyle stole. Remember? Yeah. He stole my goddamn house. Yeah, with the cold tile. It was yeah, very yeah. cold and airy. So it reminds me of like the the starter house. So this is mm-hmm. but I'm shocked that they would even like it are are I was wondering, I'm like, are they showing her house? She knows that it's small, she's saying all this stuff, but is she doing this so that she can flip it and sell it so that she could buy a nicer house in Aspen? Like that's what I was thinking. Oh, a hundred percent. Mauricio, right? Just, I mean, he's making his uncooked corn in that house. He's <laughs> he's not doing it for no reason. Kathy was like, This is not cooked. Um, this is disgusting. <laughs> I was like, I was like, God, I love her. I love this woman. I know she's I know she's fucked up, but like I just think she's funny. Um Cause she's so weird. And I mean, like Nikki, the fact that Nick, I can just picture it, like Nikki Hilton dropping her off at the airport and texting Kyle and being like, it's literally like dropping a baby off on the curb. Like well, you do, she doesn't know where she's going or what she's doing. Well, what's crazy to me is like, I get it. Like I didn't come for money either. I understand. And now she has all this money, whatever. But yeah. like when they were eating like last season and the foreshadow of them in the like upcoming fight between Kyle and Kathy, the fact that they like eat on, TV trace mm. is just wild to me. I'm like, I did that as a kid, like as, in my mom's apartment, like her yes. and I ate on like TV trays. Yeah. Yes. But I'm like, that is just so kooky. But then so she's kooky. super particular about like the frette sheets and like the way things are done. And you're like, wait, I'm sorry. You are eating Ritz crackers <laughs> yeah. on a D on a TV dinner, dinner tray. We're not even, we haven't even upgraded to like Trader Joe's organic. Like we're still no. going Ritz cracker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's Aldi. It's <laughs> like, it's something. I mean, I just think she's funny. I like that you can kind of see the little cracks with her and Kyle. Yeah. Because I think Kathy genuinely really likes Garcelle. Like, yes. I think she really, really likes her. She's always sitting by her. They have laughs together. They're both kind of like, these women are fucking crazy. Like, yes. this is absolutely 
I mean, she was like, the worst things you can be called is a thief, a liar, and a pedophile. pedophile. I was like, Kathy, like, where did the... Th- I mean, obviously, it's horrible, but, like, where did that come from? Like, was, that... So, yeah, like, where... Like, let's backtrack the history. Who... Obviously, she wasn't called a pedophile, right? No. I'm trying to... I'm thinking it traces back to Paris and, like... When she had Paris kidnapped out of her own house and taken to that camp. Yeah. Oh my. Wait, did you watch Paris Hilton's reality show where she got married? Paris in Love? Yeah. Yes, I did. So did I. I, I slogged through it and like gave It Twitter. wasn't an easy watch. It I'll was tell you. not <laughs> it was an easy not... watch. I would not recommend to anyone. Mm-mm. But my favorite thing was watching him and then like going on gay Twitter and like seeing all the gays commenting, being like, I can't wait to grow up and be Paris Hilton. Like live in a fantasy land and marry a gay man. And it was just like those were all of the comments. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and was Kathy was purely Kathy Hilton in that show. Like yes. she had, she had, she was no nonsense. Yes. She was disgusted that the Hermes tray was like out. She was like, this is really hard to find. And I can't believe that you just put it out. Like she was truly sickened. And now, like, I see her eating on like a lunch tray. I'm like, what's going on here? What's going on? And you're sleeping in a bunk bed. And you're sleeping in a bunk bed. You have slippers in the airport. Like, what's... And Kyle's like, what is wrong with you? I love them. I love seeing their dynamic together. I think it's fun. Um, I'm really excited for next week. I'm excited for Crystal to get in Erica's ass. Like, I, I need Crystal to do something. I know. Crystal was I love the- Crystal. I think she's had a hard time with the whole eating disorder situation, obviously. I've talked about it on this podcast a million times. But, like, I need her to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I had a really tough time with Crystal her first season when her inside and the drama was like, this is just what's with the coat. And it was, yeah. Yeah. But I have, she's come around. Like, I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh, like she is like pretty, like she doesn't do a lot. She's not bringing a ton to the table, Mm -hmm. but what I will say is she is pretty fair. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like she is pretty, except for when it was the Sutton drama, like she is fair. She's like, that was mean. Let's not do that. Or are you over it? You're not over it. Like you can Mm -hmm. see that she's pretty fair, Yeah. which you kind of do need in this group when everyone is so clearly picking sides. That's the thing. And it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And it's not fun to watch. Like it's not fun to watch Erica tell, you know, Garcelle's son to go fuck off. And everyone's like, that's just Erica. It's like, that's not no. the truth. Like, well, and like in this episode, when the thing happens with Sutton, and that was really mean of Diana. Like, it really was nasty. And she was just like trying to be funny, and you knew she was being nasty. And then, like, you see Erica laughing so hard. And honestly, when she was cackling, laughing, I was like, I think that's it. I think I am. I can no longer like. And it was like no that one should can, no one can defend this behavior anymore. You mm-hmm. really can't. It's and a I will cackle say, like an old witch. And, you're, and she's like, I'm laughing because I'm laughing at her pain because I really dislike her. And it's like, no, this is so messed up. So I am excited yeah. for next week because you can see Kyle call Erica out, which I'm very much looking forward to. Very excited. Which is why I think Erica and Rinna go for Kathy. Because mm-hmm. they don't really want to come for Kyle because Kyle is the ringleader. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows it. This episode. The matriarch. Like, everyone knows it. Even Dorit was like Kyle stirring the pot. She's mm-hmm. there to stir the pot. She says she wants to be honest, but she's just stirring the pot. She's yeah. the narrator of the show. She's the Lauren Conrad. It moves forward with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're not really going to come for her. They're not going to do that, but they will come for Kathy. Yeah. You know? Ooh, Kathy. I'm nervous. I'm, I know. Me too. I'm really nervous. And you know what I fucking am dreading? Like, okay. 
I hope next week we don't leave next week's episode on like a to be continued or like Erica's just now getting mad. Like right. I want to see this whole night play out. Like yeah, I want to see it fight. start to finish. Bing, bang, boom. And then we can get into the other stuff with Kathy and Aspen. Um, and before I let you go, I do want to talk about Salt Lake City trailer because I feel like so much happened in this like two minute and 30 second trailer. So much. Ray, that black eye. It, I like want to be that for Halloween. She literally got her shit rocked. Like that's What's a that? black eye. It's like it almost looked so shut. It was like, it was like, shut. <laughs> she could not open it. It was dark blue and purple and like yes. literally she took her sunglasses off and I gasped. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. I was like I started holding a funeral for her eyeball. I said, yeah. "Oh, it's over. She lost the eyeball." That's what we're going to find out. It's gone. May it rest in peace. It went too soon. Like, yeah. that's what I thought when I saw it. I know. It was bad. It was really thought, bad. There's nothing more Heather Gay than her losing her eyeball and then having a glass eyeball. Like, that that's is... so Heather Gay. That's so Heather Gay. Salt Lake City needs a pirate. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like that She happened. looked like those little eels in Little Mermaid. Like, how they have, like, the one eye. Yes. Like, Jotsam and Flotsam or something. Yes. yes. Like, that's what she looked like. She looked fucking crazy. I loved it. I <laughs> was not expecting that when she took her sunglasses off. Um, he- uh, Whit- or who was that? Meredith was like, oh, my God. She was like, Jesus Christ. I would tell her to put her sunglasses back on. I'd say, I can't look at you like this. You look terrible. This is on HD 4D television. Please, for the love of God. Put your sunglasses back on. I'm Wait, really I ran excited. into Heather. I ran into Heather, ran into Heather? at a bar here in New York. She kind of hangs out like all the Salt Lake City housewives hang yeah. out with the New York party gays for mm-hmm. whatever reason. So okay. like, whenever they're in town, I can almost guarantee I'll run into them at like one of three bars. And so I ran into her, and people were like taking photos with her, which we were at a bar you're not allowed to take photos at. Mm-hmm. Um, it was insane, and I think it was right after the last reunion, and she was thriving. Oh my god, are you a Heather? Are you a Heather person? Like, do you like her? I, I don't dislike her. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not like a stan. Like, I feel like so many people are like Heather Gay stans. You I know don't what I mean? Get it. I, I don't I'm... hate her, but I also don't get the hype. Right. And this idea that she's now crying that her family won't talk to her. I'm like, well, you did write a book like, called Bad Mormon. Called Bad, a ripoff of Meghan McCain's book. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't, I can't get it. I can't. She follows me on Twitter. I just learned this and I hate, I hate it. Um, <laughs> That was a shock. I was like, "Ooh, I don't want you to follow me," because um, she's like very into Bravo. But yes, obviously. yeah. So Heather's like crying that her family's not talking to her. I feel like this trailer had so many layers to it. The yes. fact that we are getting a storyline that Lisa Barlow potentially sucks dick to get Vita Tequila <laughs> into liquor stores. Well, and they layered bars. it. And they layered it with her and her husband having marital problems. I know. So I you're like, like, you guys are messy. This is mess. Well, it's messed up of the producers because they're so like, they, they drop the they drop the blowjob bomb, and then they're like, she's getting divorced. So we're all mm-hmm. thinking, oh, she did, she did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Also, I've never seen Vita Tequila. Oh, I don't think you can purchase it online. I've tried to purchase Bluestone Bourbon. Um, you can't unless you're in like the tri-state area. Oh, that's another person I really um heartbroken. Denon, Dorinda. Mm-hmm. I know really... that was a that's a hard loss for me. So, oh, that's what I was going to say about Beverly Hills. I feel like Lisa Rinna needs to be put on pause. 
And hopefully, unlike Dorinda, she Dorinda, she will learn that social media and her puppeteering is her Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. So it needs to end and bring her back and refresh. Otherwise, it- I think she's in too deep. Really? With, like the show. I mean, I think Lisa Rinna, and I know this might be really unpopular. I think Lisa Rinna is actually very self-aware. Totally. And I think if she just took a step back. Yes. Went to like, you know, Passages Malibu or something like a retreat. She could like really just get off social media, refresh, be on, not on pause anymore. And she could come back and be great. She's you know, just, all, she's all, having All I want is a retreat. I've been like talking about it because you know, I'm like working on standup and I was like, all I want to do is go to fat camp. Like I want to go to fat camp, get off my phone, be with yeah. a bunch of fatties, yeah. like commiserate and then come back refreshed. That's all I want. Remember when Jill Zarin sent her daughter to fat camp? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And now they sell rugs. And now they sell like tie-dye t-shirts and they're thriving. They're in Nordstrom's, I think, or something. Like it's really crazy. And then I, I actually Ali Shapiro, Jill's daughter, came up on my TikTok the other day. And I didn't know this, but she's from a sperm donor. Like she didn't know this until she was like 20 years old. And then Jill gave her, yeah. So then Jill gave her the the number and like the sperm donor information. Um, reached out found like she has like six sisters and brothers like found the dad allegedly then she found out that the sperm bank mixed it up so that it really wasn't her dad or her family and now she found her real biological father wait a second isn't that crazy so wait jill was married to her first husband dad her first husband and they used a sperm donor for Allie. Mm -hmm. and that was not bobby because then she divorced that guy correct and then married bobby allie's got a lot of dads Essentially. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Anyway, back to Salt Lake City. Um, And then Jen Shaw. I think Jen Shaw is a reality television star. I think she has charisma, uniqueness. I think she... Touch of violence. A a touch. (laughs) A touch. I just find... And I know she's a criminal. I understand. But there's something very endearing about her, and I just love watching that we're going to watch her lie for weeks and be like, I'm innocent, I'm innocent. Stew chains threw me under the bus. And then all of a sudden, she's like, I'm guilty. Like, I can't fucking wait. (laughs) I can't wait to watch her try to like, because I'm excited to watch her swindle Meredith into like being her friend and being like, I'm innocent, Meredith. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm guilty. I just can't wait. It's going to be so good. Yeah, I also just wonder because they last season they ended on such a like Meredith like is on her own island. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because she's like mad at everyone all the time. And I'm, I'm like, not a Meredith girl. I'm also like everyone should be mad at you for trying to like have 13-year-old girl hair. Like I'm over like her hair in this trailer. I the <laughs> And I'm like, your gay son's in fashion and this is your flippy hairstyle. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I listen. <laughs> Mary oh, sorry, he's, for sorry me. he's not gay. Remember, not. he hasn't he hasn't come out yet. He hasn't I get come it. out. As a homosexual, I understand that. However, you went on yeah. national television selling pajamas. Tracksuits and socks and like that weird suit with the button. But I gotta be honest, if they had asked me to be in that campaign with the rainbow suits, I would have done it. You know what I mean? Like we all know you would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not fooling anyone. We know. Um <laughs> Meredith to me is just tough because she looks so different on television than she does on Instagram because her kids facetune her. 
So they make her look like a baby on Instagram and then on TV. She's still a beautiful woman, but just not the same woman. And then the bathtub, her and her and him in the bathtub. I hated that. (laughs) I truly. That trailer was iconic. It was everything to me. Like, I wasn't sure what we were getting. I really didn't with this season. I have been pretty vocal that Salt Lake City isn't my favorite, but I'll watch. Right. Right. I'm tuned the fuck in. I'm (laughs) sitting for this. Like, I'm ready to go. Same. And I just, like, I also love, like, everyone hates Lisa Barlow, but to me, she's the perfect villain. I love her. Because she has, she's the perfect villain because she really doesn't think that she is a villain Mm-mm. and you can tell that she isn't like there's obviously people she doesn't like right like mm-hmm. she doesn't for whatever reason but other than that she isn't really being malicious no you know what i mean whereas she really like for example no yes yeah, she has no idea where like erica to sutton is being malicious right. you know what i mean and like it is intentional and that is that does not make a good villain Lisa Barlow makes a great villain because she's not intentionally being malicious to anyone except Whitney. And then it's domino <laughs> affecting to everyone else. Right. And Whitney she... needs to stop with the face stuff. She's doing I too much to her face. hate Whitney. <laughs> I hate her. I hate her on Instagram. I hate her on the show. I can't believe she was on Ultimate Girls Trip 3 with my candy gal. I can't believe poor candy had to be in like the same vicinity as her. And Leah McSweeney. Wait, that was messed up of Leah to lose Tinsley. I was really bummed about that. I think Tinsley's going to be on Legacy. Oh, okay. Do you? I think. I think so. Did she move back to New York? TBD. She will for the show. That's just who she is. Yeah, I mean, that's what she did for all the season. Mm -hmm. She was living at a hotel. Like, like, we know you don't live there. You you, live in Palm Beach. Yeah, you... Um, I'm excited to see Cousin on Cousin Crime. Uh, Whitney and Heather allegedly get into a physical altercation. Well, did you see where she... Heather Gay, like, went full linebacker and just picked her up. (laughs) Heather Gay lifted Whitney like she was a little, like, toddler. Like, she literally, like, a chest. She lifted her the way Reggie Bush used to... No, the way Chris Humphreys used to pick up Kim Kardashian. Oh. I loved that era. I really did. Um, oh my God, Ray, this was so much fun. So what's going on with you? Tell me a little bit about your comedy comedian career. Like what's going on? So I'm like finally now like doing stand up for myself. I've never Love. done it. I just started doing it a couple of months ago. I decided to quit my job and like pursue it full time, which was a mistake um, because, okay. you know, my retirement plan ran out rather mm-hmm. soon mm-hmm. you know what I mean and mm-hmm. it just wasn't ideal so yeah. um, which is why we're constantly um, raising funds for you know like my UTI or like my rent on Instagram you know what I mean like we're yeah. just we're, we're throwing it all out there it takes uh, a village it takes a village but yeah so I'm doing stand-up comedy in New York I'm working on a pilot with a friend which is like doesn't really mean anything oh my god I, that's so fun though I know any, any actor that you meet or whatever is always has a pilot they're always working on some fucking pilot. <laughs> I wrote a pilot. It's like, yeah, I wrote a pilot too. I'd rather write a pilot, but I'm writing one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, whatever. So I'm working on that with a friend. And then I'm hopefully going to, um, my goal is, and I'm I'm going to say it here, even though it's not blocked in yet. I, hopefully in November, I'm going to do like a three day showcase at a theater here in New York <gasps> where I'll do like my full 
set. It's not oh ready God. yet. So I'm going to do that and hopefully that will get extended or I'll like start going on the road. I'm like, oh my be, God. like that is the overall goal. That's amazing. Yeah. And then the the dream is to like do stand up and work on television as an actor and like kind of do that whole thing. When I was little, I like literally just wanted to be Kelly Ripa. Like, oh my God, with Regis and Kelly. And yeah. they would sit and they would read the newspaper together and they would sit on the stools and she would always go like this. And when she would sit. Yes, and she yeah. always, and then she always she always smokes her fake cig. When yeah, she's like fancy. and now that it's Regis or now that it's Kelly and Ryan, I know that a gay man can sit in that chair. So mm-hmm. I, it's like I'm prepping myself for that job. I am manifesting that for you. I was told by multiple empaths that I'm a really strong manifester. Um, oh, really? So yeah. Yeah, they said that I'm very strong manifester. Um, so I just take that and run with it. I tell everybody that. So I'll manifest for you. Um, this was so much yes. fun. You definitely have yeah. to come back. I know. I can't wait. Well, I'll come back on Salt Lake because that's my other like Bev Hills is we, my main. A month. But I'm just, yeah, I'm Only like heartbroken. A month. Well, maybe we'll save it to the end. Like, you know, like we'll get through the season, get through the Heather Gay, get through the mm. Jen Shaw. Also, like yeah. if I know I'm coming on, maybe I'll like go live to like the courthouse and see what's going on with Jen. You know what I mean? Because because they will this season will be airing when she goes to court in November, which uh-huh. thank oh, fucking uh, God. Aren't you coming for BravoCon? In October. So I'll be there like the whole week. Okay. That's the plan. Are you going to BravoCon? I don't know if I'm going to go. I might do the... You should just like hang around like um, the yeah. spots, like the Regency and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I have friends that work at Watch What Happens Live. So I think oh. I can go do the big the big show. Like go yeah. just like, the audience. And, like, My just... friend bought so many tickets. And so he's selling them. Oh, he's like flipping tickets. He's yeah. like, he's <laughs> yeah. a scalper. He's scalping yeah, BravoCon tickets. Yeah, 100%. And then he's like in, internally like panicking, I guess, because he's like, Bravo released more tickets. Like, I didn't expect them to do this. He's like, what the fuck? I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> love him to death. I won't name him on this podcast. Oh, also before we leave, I do want to make just a special um, addendum to the podcast I did last week. My friend Matthew, who I discussed, didn't use skincare. He wanted me to make a note on this podcast that he does indeed use facial moisturizer. Um, it is Bulldog. Okay. So I'm judging. Um, <laughs> I So I just had to correct the record. Well, I should probably talk to your friend Matthew because obviously nobody has better skin than me. And I think that we're making yeah. mistakes. Mm- Matthew texted me a picture. He texted me a picture of the bulldog moisturizer that looked like he bought it in 2014 and was like, Sam, like I use skincare. This is what I use. I was like, don't tell people this. I don't know if that qualifies as a skincare, Matthew. It's like for feet, I think. It's like foot cream. I don't know. He's he's crazy. I love him. Um, Well, this was so much fun. Tell everybody where they can find you. Um, You can find me on Venmo at It's Me Ray Padilla. accepting all donations um and i am on instagram also it's me ray padilla and then i think soon i haven't let anyone know when i'm performing because i'm still working out the material and like i'm weirdly stupidly precious about the whole thing but i would say in about october i'm going to start being like in local comedy clubs in new york oh my god okay i know i know and if you listen this week i'm probably going up to boston next week so if you're in or around the boston area i will be um doing the deep dive on colonizers oh love okay well thank you guys so much for listening this is so much fun make sure you rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast follow me at Bravo Historian on instagram and i will see you guys next week bye
Media Production.